0: PowerWorks time. Glenn Powers here. I'm here. We're in the Rolf Hotel downtown Dubai's epic podcast studio. We're going to talk about cars and more. It's that simple. And uh, probably get a little Walking Dead in there too. (laughs) A little. There's one season left. (laughs) They say it's going to be epic. Season, yeah. 22 episodes or 24 episodes. We just finished watching season 10. I, I skipped a couple. Because they just got so Yeah, bad. I wish I had. <laughs> well, that's it. You were watching them. And so I was just going with your comments. Watched the last one because I like Negan. Watched it. Thought, you know what? That was okay.
1: There's an episode with a woman making
0: soup <laughs> chasing a rat. Didn't do it. I just...
1: what? <laughs> what happened there?
0: You know what? I want Carol to shave her head back down again and just become badass. That's all I want. Just give me the old Carol.
1: Everybody needs to be that. Yeah.
0: Just you know. give us the old one. How you doing?
1: Yeah, good. Yeah. Tired, sweaty, starting to smell. Summer's getting, on the way. It's getting warm out there, isn't it? Uh, yeah. even, uh, even the weather report on the local radio this morning said, yeah, low 40s today. It's like yeah. it's April. I still have no
0: windows in that Jeep. You're a brave man. I'm continuing to go. But my neighbor, I uh, he's the guy who always always wondered how he keeps the cats out of his car. because There's quite a few cats around my neighborhood, and I cover mine at home. I didn't bring the cover with me here. I hope there's no cats. But anyway, he, he's now got the hardtop back on his Jeep. And I thought, wimp. wimp (laughs) wimp. that's all i could say this this (laughs) sweatpants shows i am not a wimp (laughs) that's it exactly it got to take the old seats and to get shampooed or better yet i'm just gonna get the plastic coating put on them so (laughs) 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 you can wash them down easier nice that's what (laughs) we like yeah (laughs) nice that's lovely (laughs) nice vision there uh, uh, when I know that it's getting too warm to be driving without the windows when I go through a liter and a half of water on any trip that I'm doing in the city yeah you're doing your daily intake on one trip yeah as soon as that starts happening it's like and usually it's that feeling of a hairdryer blowing into the car everyone knows when you've had the hairdryer and you're burning your scalp trying to get maybe not you maybe not me but as soon as that, that situation happens when I'm driving, that's when... You've got a problem. Yeah, you know, but the upside is because of COVID right now, everyone's wearing masks and it's great to have a
1: mask on when you've got no windows in the Jeep because you get no dust, no road debris me flies in here. Me and DJ were saying the other day, right? We cause we've, So where we are, we've got a carpentry shop at the end and then opposite, there's a metalworking shop. Right. So you like literally get anything made. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, oh, okay, hold on a second. I, I need to come and see you. I've got a, a barbecue pit and the metal barbecue pit is done. I oh, will make you a new one out of it. I, I, now, oh. I, the reason I was actually want to, so, so I don't, we'll get back to where we're going, <laughs> is the last time it went, and so I've had this thing for probably about 15 years. Okay, And it went. And I got my previous, you know, the, the folks over at Rage Performance made me one because yeah. I just went in and said, hey, do you guys do? And they go, yeah, we do metal work. I said, well, this is what I need. Can, and I just brought it in. I said, can you make me something that at least fits this dimension? You can see how deep it goes. It doesn't matter what it, I just need. And they said, yeah, we did that. And it lasted probably about five years. I need another one.
1: I'll bring a pie. We'll do it. Okay. Good news on the, speaking of rage, they've next door, what, one or two units on, on their block of units. They've uh-huh. opened a Papa John's delivery <laughs> uh, takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Driving past, saw the sign. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> stop reverse <laughs> let's go and have a look at this opposite the boxing gym really which must be terrible <laughs> can see out. the guys running around doing the laps in the in the sweatsuits and then you come out and, and you've got, got to go got past papa
0: john's pepperoni rolls cooking those Commence. are those are the killer for me papa john's oh. i i you know what i i gotta say i i, I was always really into i love my pizza and I and Papa John's, Papa Murphy's, we got a Papa Murphy's by us as Papa well. Papa Murphy's is nice as well. Yeah. And Papa John's very nice. And then we we started making our own pizza. We got a pizza oven, and
1: I haven't turned back. See, I will never. I do like a bought pizza. Yeah. So but Amy's margarita which she just makes oh. with tomato paste and yeah, cheese. Yeah. It's yeah. way better than any yeah. margarita you can. I'll never buy a margarita pizza. No. Even to put my own toppings on it. Yeah. they just nothing. <laughs> but Amy yeah. makes a real good margarita pizza. Isn't,
0: isn't that the craziest thing, right? And and I figured out why it is that pizza, almost any pizza you make at home and you make yourself, tastes better than, you know, Papa John's is great, especially if you're eating it there. Yeah. And you, you buy it and you go and eat in your car. You just go in As soon as you put it into, you know, a storage thing and then you drive 20 minutes and you get there and it's just... It's lost Sensation it. kills a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It does. It gets mushy. And yeah. But anyway, Papa John's right next to the Rage guys, which I haven't been to their new garage. Yeah. Just uh, not far from us. Oh, yeah? Just okay. down the corner. They have, yeah. they have called a few times. I said, look, I'm, I'm using, another, I'm using yeah. PowerWorks. Looks quite nice, actually. Yeah. Quite well, I think they moved right? from where they were, which was in that back alley. Yeah,
1: nightmare to get into yeah. it. Oh, yeah. That, that was always one of my things. Yeah. what am I going to take it? Al-Q's, I suppose. It's yeah. one of the things with the way... You know, the sort of the kind of American way of doing things where all the hospitals are here and all right. the schools are here and the universities yeah. are here and the garages and engineering stuff. Like, say, we, the reason we got onto it, we were talking about masks where well, we've got the carpentry, metal working, there's a place next to us that fit all the fittings and installs for. Uh, pharmacies. Okay. There's a tailor's at the end making uniforms. Oh, We've really? got people next to us selling safes and then there's a water jet CNC place at the end. the, the uniform guys
0: making your shirts for you? Is that what no, you're No, they're going to make
1: about? the new lot. These were just cheapos that we got when we first opened. Okay. So uh, that's why they're ill-fitting and they're making me stink. But <laughs> what can you do? But yeah, we were saying these massive have definitely added some years onto our lives as mechanics Because yeah, yeah. oh, the dust sure. is like yeah, fantastic. Like, wow. Like everywhere. You think, what's that? Yeah. it might be in a snow globe sometimes yeah. i mean the guys and we went in we had some uh, we had some um archers cut into some wooden solid wooden timber blocks to put the drum seat that we made for we will fix it on and we had to get them cut properly we everything we did ourselves except for that because that had to be right cuz the barrel to mm. sit yeah, otherwise yeah. the barrel's going to roll all over the place and we were in there for 10 minutes and there was a guy on a machine putting uh, planks through so he's planing them basically basically sides top bottom yeah, okay and he was stood there doing it and we were in there maybe 15 minutes max getting the job order and everything else and letting them know what we needed and signing and whatever when we turned around and came down the stairs and went back out the guy was up to his hips oh, in dust yeah how much of that did he breathe in well he didn't have a mask on oh really he didn't have hard. a mask on like it's not my place to go and say mate yeah. you need a mask for that
0: yeah. I hope he's doing, an, and it's those kind of jobs when you're doing around stuff that's dusty and you don't realize how no. much it, do a nasal wash. You know, yeah, yeah. you know the old Yeti or, or there's the new versions where you just squeeze stuff up and if yeah, you yeah. squeeze water up your nose, it comes out the like other out nostril. Yeah. And when you do that with the sink, put the stopper in I mean, it's, and then you see the junk that comes out of your nose, nasal cavity. It's like, holy mackerel. Yeah. We were told,
1: I remember we were told, um, we were told by a doctor, uh, a pediatrician, that, that's something that that people do as a as a daily routine, yeah, like yeah. brushing your teeth in France and places yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, and uh, you know I've got this one that I I periodically use. I should use
0: it every day. A little solution in it that you know just a little warm stuff, and it's just squeeze up, squeeze up,
1: done. Yeah, we 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 got like you can't even begin to it, and it's not even worth thinking about it. We're in there now. We've been doing it for fifteen, twenty plus years. Yeah. We need to but the masks have, have, they're not great when it's hot like this, but no. they're definitely helping in some yeah. way. Yeah. So I mean, maybe this is the new
0: normal, you know, I think it's
1: it's kind of an interesting thing. Keep the masks on in supermarkets for me. Oh. Anywhere where there's fresh food. Yeah. Keep your masks cool. on. I don't see why not. I think also maybe public transport as well. I've got no reason to say otherwise. It yeah. makes sense. I, I think places where there's a lot of people walking yeah. around, I just keep it on, now. I think it's just a matter of, you know, there's too many people on the planet. You know, And we haven't got any, uh, fortunately, there's no Hitler's or Genghis Khan's wiping millions out. So it's just the way it's going to be until it, people start it, to control uh, breeding. <laughs> we're overcrowded. <laughs> so what are we going to do? There's the too
0: many people. Th- the thing I love about the masks, and to me, this is the whole reason to keep wearing them. Forget about why we're wearing them. Just keep wearing them. How many people are walking around coughing their guts out these yeah, days? Yeah. No one. You know, one or two people. You get, you get a little bit of a mild cold. You get a few people sneezing every now and then. The best ones are the ones that pull the mask away oh, to sneeze. Oh, I, I just sneeze right into the mask. And this it's is great, the best thing yeah. in the world. I just put my, I put my arm right. up against it so that it doesn't blow away. Yeah. And you sneeze into the I mask. I usually
1: double bag it and put my
0: yeah. shirt over my but face. But you just, just keep it on there and you just keep yeah. it, It's perfect. The, the other- i take my shirt off at the end of the <laughs> day. It waxes my chest. It's
1: brilliant. <laughs> oh, man. It's brilliant. Uh,
0: but, but yeah, I see people pull them down to sneeze. It's like, hey, dude, what are you doing? It's like, really? Now yeah. I've got to sanitize no, wait, the wait, whole right area you've that. been in. No. <laughs> That's the whole point of wearing yeah. the mask.
1: Great, it? It's uh, great. But, it, it, but I know, think they're benefiting, Benefit certainly in some way. Yeah. I mean, I've mean, i got an uncle that used to do a lot of um, circuit boards and electric circuit boards. Sure. And, sure. and, and did a lot of um, pl- fine, very fine yeah, soldering, yeah. but you've obviously got your face right in. Yeah, you don't want and, the humidity and, in there. And, uh, he's got COPD and, you know, he's from that, yeah. he's from the plastic fumes and from the circuit boards sure. and stuff like Breathing that. Breathing in all the solder yeah. and the and flux. He was doing that in the... Eighties. Imagine. No, it doesn't, and you know, everyone you don't even, it's only just been figured out by then that lung cancer and heart disease were from smoking cigarettes. Yeah. So, you know, they were, they, you know, they, that was recent. Yeah. That was in the seventies or eighties, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. I would have thought. So, yeah. you know, there's the, there's the whole pictures of my dad working down the mine. Wow. Head to toe, completely Was he in black. coal? Was a coal miner? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And he was on the, so he was, manual cut and then when the machines came in yeah. he was the machine driver so oh, he was at the front man. face cutting it he was absolutely head to toe and he did you know coal cool. cool, miners long and that was unfortunately in them days yeah. accepted that that's just a man's job yeah. well men can't be seen wearing gloves and masks <laughs> I mean I can tell you now there's a there's a there's a guaranteed if I go back to the workshop now and tell every, every when when I was an apprentice the word that was banded around like it meant nothing in the end because it was said so often which is why i think it doesn't have the right effect was carcinogen right they just say carcinogen to you all the time so you'd be working on something literally like i'm talking you're working on a car and if you don't have gloves on or a mask or goggles or any of your ppe is not right they just the the, the tutor would come past and say carcinogenic yeah you're
0: looking over at that that
1: oil, a that carcinogen. grease. Your yeah. hands are covered in it. It's a carcinogen. It's proven. It's carcinogen. Wear your gloves. But there's a there's a sort of macho resistance to it. Yeah. Now, obviously, sometimes, and and it's more so like when I was back at the dealer, I'd always wear gloves for everything. And and there was two reasons for it: protect my skin, but also the fact that once I finished my job, I needed to write it up. Or I'd need to go on the computer in between, and and I, if I was doing something direct with the factory or with the head office, if it was a technical um, issue that we'd not resolved, and that, or we were giving feedback on a new model, there'd be I'd be doing something, and then I'd have to document it, right? And then they'd go through it and say, okay, what have you got results? I'd have to document it. So to be constantly back and forth washing hands is just not practical. So there was that side of it to save time. Here, I've got to be a bit more reactive. So, it's a matter of I'm stood around thinking everything's (laughs) great. My phone's (laughs) gone. I answer the phone. Something's on fire over there. I need to go and put the fire out, figuratively speaking. Or there's a bolt that needs a thread tapping, or, you know, the holes pull the threads out, or a lift stopped working, or somebody's fallen down, or someone's dropped it. And and all of a sudden, you've got to, you can't, hang on, I'm going to put my gloves on. There's that aspect to the fact that you're reactive. But it's so, so important. People don't realize that. You know, you yeah. only get one chance. Yeah. One of one of my friends here, he's, a, he's a, used to be in the Special Forces in the British Army, and he spent 18 months in... Now he's from a sunny part of the UK, and he'd served all over the world, but he spent 18 months in the Middle East on various tours, mm. got skin cancer from it. Mm. Now, he's head-to-toe in protective... He's, a, yeah, he's yeah. got literally a little slither around his neck and some on his hands... That are clear around his wrists, and that's where he got it. And he ended up with skin cancer in eighteen Gee. months. Yeah. Now he, it's fortunately it's twenty first century and it's caught early enough. He's not really a death sentence anymore, and he got yeah. rid of it, and he was fine. But you don't always know you've got it. Yeah. And yeah. and that's the same we're we're dealing with breathing toxins in, and 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 we're literally stood over them. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's we do the- it all the time. We're tuning carburetors in there on classics, and we're round the back of the car, and we're like. Yeah. That's a bit rich. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Literally. This is a scary thing, right? Because it, it, at
0: least at home, when it's cold or cooler or it's really humid and you're standing by the exhaust of a car, you see the exhaust yeah, coming yeah. out. So you get a sense, like, that's a cloud of uh, not so good stuff. Yeah. But in this kind of weather, you don't see it. It's clear. It yeah. comes out and you're taking a, Oh, yeah, it's a little rich. It's, yeah, you're, you're getting the richness of the unburnt fuel, but you're yeah. also getting everything else
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah when when i when i first came over here i remembered obviously thinking well if everything's a v8 and it's an american v8 so there's like 47 horsepower from 9 liters <laughs> there must just be smog everywhere yeah i like, and i remember speaking to to Frank who was the GM of AAA at the time saying why is there no smog like it must be yeah. he didn't really have an answer to it you know but he said, sometimes if you look over the, over the especially the, at the time, the 611 was just the bypass road right. and it wasn't yeah. really complete. He said sometimes you look over there when the trucks are in the queues and you'll see the black haze of them. Yeah. And how many times do you get behind a bus or a truck oh. and you'll see them downshift and just flood everything with
0: black smoke? See, that's the, that's the issue when I'm driving around in the Wrangler. Yeah. There's two issues. One, you get that. You just get this cloud of black smoke coming out at you and you're just kind of going, oh no. Yeah. The second one is when those air brake things go off. And yeah. they're right beside yeah. you, and you've got the air brake tank releasing yeah. that when I, they're side at the side of the road on the dust as well, and they just blow oh, it everywhere. Oh, it's yeah. The guys revving up, and I'm driving by, and it's just a cloud of dust. And it's like thank you.
1: I'm saying that Porsche 911s and the Caymans and the Boxsters they're bad for that because the fans are at the front, right? The engine at the back is blowing on the radiators. <laughs> yeah, and they're just on. If they're driving over the dust, we get it all the time. You drive them in, and there's a there's the sand to go into our warehouse and just blow sand everywhere. <laughs> Now the fans are on all the time because yeah, your AC's that's on. It. That's it, and it's hot. Yeah, so yeah, pain. Oh man. So uh,
0: we got we got a PowerPoints. Yeah, well, hold on. Let me let me cue. Let's go.
1: PowerPoints. This is PowerPoints
0: with Glenn Power.
1: So this is going to be short and sweet, but I think it's quite important, and. It's just basically why we service and maintain a car. Most people know that we kind of have to, but not many people understand not only why we do it, but also what can happen if we don't and until it's too late. So we've seen a lot of cars recently with huge, huge repairs that have just come from neglect uh, either by not servicing the car properly on the people that are servicing the car not going deep enough in doing a the service they're just changing the oil and filler and kicking it out the door it's passing the inspection every year for the roadworthiness, but that's not an internal inspection of components that's a visual safety check which is at the time of test and if that's yeah. once every 12 months anything can mm-hmm. and does happen so there's just some figures that I'm just going to read out without explanation and then we'll go over it at the end but A regular oil change with an inspection of the car that we would do averages out about 600 dirhams. An engine repair, an overhaul from oil starvation or the wrong oil averages out at 10,000 dirhams. Transmission oil change averages out 1,000 dirhams. Now, there are some on there that are a lot less than that and there are some on there that are more than double that, but averages out 1,000 dirhams. A transmission repair averages out at 11,000 dirhams. Brake fluid change averages out about 300 dirhams. An ABS hydraulic unit averages out at 5,000 dirhams plus, in some cases, a trip to the dealer for coding and basic setting because we don't have the equipment for that on the newer models. A set of brake calipers can average out at 1,000 dirhams each. And there are four on most vehicles now. A set of suspension bushes on a front suspension average out at a thousand dirhams. I'm, I say across the range of cars we see, and again, that can be a lot more than that. Tires, brakes, wheel bearing, suspension arms, etc. It averages out on a typical car that we see for all those components, 5,900 dirhams. So we see there that. If you change the oil on a car regularly for the engine, 600 dirhams with an inspection that checks the rest of the vehicle, which is quite critical. And now I know obviously you change the oil regularly as an oil change, but then you'll have your periodic service, which is perfectly fine. But we obviously just do them with the duty of care that we have. We do an oil change with the service at the same time. 600 dirhams there. Do that once every six months or 10,000 kilometres, Most people might do that two, sometimes three times a year. An engine repair typically is 10,000 dirhams and it it can be upwards of that. Mm. Now, you've got to do almost 20 of those oil changes before you get to the cost of repairing the engine. Not many people here have their car for 20 services. If you're only doing... Fifteen thousand, twenty thousand a year. That's ten years of ownership of the car, and it's and if you neglect that for two or three goals, especially these days with alloy engines, they're not cast iron blocks and heads anymore. You can miss two services and end up with a major engine repair, and for the sake of twelve hundred dirhams, you've ended up with a bill of ten thousand plus. Who knows what else? If if you've got a if you've got a turbo in your vehicle the turbo is often the first thing to fail because that's spinning so much faster than the engine. Then the next thing will be the engine. But a turbo can be five, 6,000. And that sometimes will only take missing one service. And it's so, so critical that people realise that the benefit of maintaining the vehicle is not just so that I can go and give my staff a pay rise or I can have a holiday this year for the first time in however long, but that's another PowerPoint. Um, it's so that we prevent damage it's preventative maintenance it's not just for the sake of it manufacturers can make certain components without them failing you look at boats look how reliable boats are look how reliable boat engines are you can't be stranded in the northwest passage looking for a, a mechanic to fix an engine but they still need maintenance and it's preventative maintenance and it's working out well hang on do I need my car because if I do I need to keep on top of it and maintain it and things like brake fluid that look like they're trying to be sold on two years, an upsell exercise. Brakes are so, so important. And the components that the brake fluid goes through are so, so expensive that it's just not worth the risk. And often these parts, not only are they expensive, they're special order. They require dealership attention for programming. And again... In the UK, we'd recommend doing the brake fluid every two years, but here we recommend doing it every 12 months just because of the humidity and the fact that there are so many speed bumps, there are so many gated community where you drop dropping the speed for speed bumps, accelerating, braking, and everybody's got an automatic, so the brakes are getting a lot more use. There's no engine braking with an automatic unless you're manually shifting, which isn't what anybody's doing here. So... Just thinking about why we maintain a vehicle, making sure we get in front of it and on top of it. And any time that a warning light comes on, just get it attended to. This is
0: PowerPoints with Glenn Power. It's a simple one. It's simple. get it sorted. Yeah. Don't be just... Just do it. (laughs) Just do it, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just do it. If
1: Nike want to get in on it,
0: why not? Yeah. I mean, wow. I want to jump back to the shop, and you sent me a video of crazy designs. Stupid. (laughs) I was being generous. (laughs) Ridiculous. So this is one of those things that I find really interesting, is how there is not standardization of, of some of the functions in cars you know the the fuel tank lid the bonnet the hood opening yeah. it up the emergency brakes yep different car companies have different logic and different ways of doing things and sometimes you get into things and you're working with the, the idea from another vehicle, you're, you know, a handbrake. Is it a handbrake that physically has a little button on it and you pull it up and release it? Is it on the floor? Once you've engaged it, how do you disengage it? How do you engage it to start with? Yeah.
1: I've had vehicles where I haven't been able to figure that out. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. You, you sent the one of the
1: Dodge, Dodge Charger, or was that a Challenger? It was a Challenger, but Challenger. I imagine they'll be the same on the Charger. I think,
0: I think all of those products, all those Dodge products, those Chrysler products are the same. I think they all use that because when you did that and what it was is it's got the emergency brake, it's got the foot pedal and you, you pump the foot pedal down and you put it all the way down and you hear that click, 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 and it's down on the floor. And now your emergency brake, your your parking brakes engaged. The question is, how do you get rid of it? One of the simple ways is usually there's a little hand toggle that you pull, but on that model, actually, I think it's all of them. You push it right down and it releases it. Yep. But your instinct is to go and pull a hand toggle. Well, the hand toggle that's right
1: beside it opens the hood. <laughs> well, the worst thing is that for me, and I was wearing trainers at the time, when I then push my foot down and then my foot comes back up, my toe, I've got like size 12 UK, so 13 US feet, uh-huh. which is pretty normal these days. Yeah. My toe catches the bonnet pull. So on releasing the bonnet, on the releasing the parking brake, the bonnet comes up. So I've got to put the parking brake back on, go out and close the bonnet, get back in the car, and then... Redo it again. ...carefully make sure I don't... Ridiculous. you got to wonder, that that whole design mechanism, what are
0: they thinking? And and my thought is, hey, we've been using this forever, let's just keep doing it because yeah. the technology's easy, we know how it works, and we've got a mechanical system that just does it.
1: Yeah, I mean, parking brake is slowly creeping into my vocabulary, but it's always been a handbrake to yeah. me. In, in, okay, I always in, call it a parking brake. was a hand? Everything well, Which makes sense, because
0: it's a hand, but...
1: Yeah. So handbrake and and it's slowly creeping parking brake over the last nine years of being here slowly creeping in and yeah. you know the the egg had it when I was at VW in the UK and and you had know, to press the pedal with your foot and then you pull the lever yeah but come on <laughs> <laughs> what and then and the worst thing is on some so like on the Nissans and the and the Kears and stuff and I think he might even say it on there It says it on the on the Dodge one well, I'm sure it does it tells you to push to release. Well, if it's having to tell you uh, how to operate the most basic after the ignition key, which doesn't exist anymore on that car, but after the key, after starting the engine, if, yeah. you tell, if you've got to be told how to release the parking brake, then it's a bad design. Yeah. It should be intuitive. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Why? And it's, it's an old school looking thing too. I
0: mean, I just don't get it. Don't get it either. I, I, everything else we look at these. I mean, it's it's a button start. There's no key any longer. Yeah,
1: the key, and, and, and Yet there,
0: you've got this manual. Push it down and on it in false fine print that you got to read because a lot of people have no idea how this
1: works. They're coming from yeah. you got to push it to release it. But there's a cable. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's further away from the back brakes, which is usually what they're holding. Whereas the handbrake would be next to you, so it's closer. So the cable's shorter. Yeah. Uh but then the cable's got to go off the ratchet mechanism all the way around. There's got to then be a return spring and damper to push the pedal back and to stop it going.
0: The chance of disaster is there. There's more pieces to break. I don't get it. I just don't get it. They've they've modernized so much of the vehicle, but that little bit has not come onto anyone's radar. Frustrated. Really frustrated. And why wouldn't it just be an electronic system anyway? You push the button, it applies the brakes. I mean, it, I'm guessing it's, it's,
1: it's to stop people on brake turning.
0: Because,
1: well, I mean, I don't know. There, there's, that I is the... Uh, that is Well, look... Smokey uh, and the Bandit? As a lad growing up at home, going down the car park, you know, waiting for my le- next delivery from the Chinese takeaway that I worked at and just doing a few on brake turns with my mates when we just passed our test. I mean, that was... <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, that was what we used to do. I'm sure my son- and it's usually to, wet or icy yeah, in the UK. there we go. I'm so sure. it's like immense.
0: That's what my son was doing into the parking lot of the old ASD and yeah. the old Wrangler, for sure. The way the tires were chewed up, you had to be doing handbrake turns. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> I mean, you can't do it with a foot pedal.
1: No, no. Not an on-off one as well. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're trying to do that. It's like, yeah, yeah. it ain't working. So, uh, <laughs> but I mean, I, 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 that. what else is the reason for that? It's yeah. more expensive to make that way, surely. I'd like to think that's the reason, but I think it's just lazy. But it must be more expensive. It must be it's so much easier to have a lever here because then the cable just goes straight yeah. and then splits to the back. But what what what's in the that middle part? What have they got sitting there? Hopes and dreams. Yeah, hopes and dreams. I don't know. <laughs> no. I mean it's it, a you've, obviously, you've got a cup holder. There's a cup holder there and yeah, but
0: maybe it's too. Maybe the transmission gets too warm, and
1: they don't want to have the uh, the cable beside no, the transmission because it's, it's, it's going to heat up it's, and no, it's, lose integrity. No, yeah. makes no sense. Well, I mean, the, the, put back the brake. The they're bad enough, at that they're, point. they're bad enough on the on the sort of the older stuff, and the Jaguars. Are, the Jaguars were one that kept it on for ages, where you've got to pull it on a lever, but because it's on the uh the the between the driver's seat and the door, yeah. The lever can't stay up because then you wouldn't be able to get out of the car. Oh, that's right. So then it drops back down. So then you get in the car, the lever's down. So you don't know, and then you drive, feels a bit a bit squeaky today. No power. (laughs) Then you realize. Oh hang on, yeah, that red light on there. (laughs) So then you've got to pull it even higher than you'd already pulled it, but you've already pulled it really high because you're on a hill. So then you've got to pull it really high, then the cable breaks and it drops back down, and one side's still stuck on. It's shocking, really. I don't understand why is it not in the middle. Yeah. Why is it not in the middle? Or, I mean, this this challenger was a twenty fifteen.
0: All right, so it's not not why old, is it not but electric? not electric. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's my thinking. The, why the is electric
1: it? parking brakes? They were trouble when they first came out because they were they were an idea. They were a thinly veiled basically gimmick. They thinly veiled it behind the idea of, well, when you apply a handbrake and your brakes are very hot, there's no one to go back and reapply it when the disc cools down and it shrinks and the cars roll away. And it was happening. I get that. You know, San Francisco, I imagine people, you know, that's
0: never happened to me ever. No, but that was (laughs) never happened to you. As I
1: say, thinly veiled. Has it ever happened to you? No. No. DJ, get him on the phone. We'll find (laughs) out. So, (laughs) you know, you, 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 get, the parking brake will then reapply itself after 20 minutes or so and make sure that it's that's great yeah. fantastic great idea no problem and but they had their problems the amount of cars we saw and it was the, it was the Passat 2006 to 3C model that that had it on first for the VWs and time after time they'd come in we'd have to change the switch or we'd have to change the caliper or whatever it was but they got it and sorted it and it's yeah. sorted now and they don't fail really yeah. as long as the brake repairs are done properly and they're wound back with the diagnostic tool or through the service menu on the car, there's never going to be a problem with it. Look, you get the Airbus
0: or the Boeing people to work on it because they fly fly fly-by-wire everything on these aircraft. Technology's there, people.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm all about it. You can run it off a single wire. You could do it on a LIN circuit as long as there's a power and ground for the motor. No problem. You can maintain communication through LIN, and it's it's less maintenance and cheaper to to produce than and the freaking foot pedal. What is that? And then you... (laughs) Honestly, yesterday, twice it got me. The first time I thought that's my fault for being too fast. Yeah. But then I did it the second time and I thought, no, hang on. I was conscious of that happening and I'd put my foot lower down and I'd pressed it and then as I brought my foot back up, I had nowhere to go but the bottom of the dashboard and it just pulled the bonnet release. And it's like perfectly angled. All right, put the bonnet release (laughs) the other side. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, when I'm not going to yeah. move my foot. I, yeah. What's that? Yeah. So anyway, that's just, uh, just, just frustrating. Like the 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 things we can do these days. The, 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 we've 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 made a we've made a virus. Found a vac- Found hundreds of vaccines for a virus. All in the space of two years. Yeah, in a hundred years of making cars, we've not figured out that the parking brake is much better in, in the middle on the cable because that makes so much more sense. And if we can't, just put an electric button on there.
0: See, I, I know why they, they used to put them over on the side there because you used to have the bench seat. Yeah. And maybe Chrysler's still thinking in terms of bench seats. No bench seat in this car. Maybe they want to bring back the bench seat. Bring back I, the bench seat and put an electric button on it, no yeah, problem. Because you, you can't have the, the handbrake in the middle if you've got a bench seat, but no one's got a bench seat anymore.
1: Not even a pickup truck has a bench seat. I don't understand why there's no bench seat. That's a backward step. Yeah. I know there's obviously not going to be an airbag in the middle of the dashboard. They could, though. Well, they could. It's easy now. I mean, that's going to be a more expensive exercise. But still, a bench seat would be nice. Definitely. a bench. You need a bench seat and a (laughs) pickup. I love that Why not? (laughs) That's what Because
0: then I could have my wife beside me, and I could just put my arm over. We'd cuddle up up as we're driving. Exactly, yeah. You've
1: got to have a bench seat. I'd want to go to Lewa. Every other yeah. weekend, <laughs> if I had a bench seat, kind <laughs> <You laughs> have a bench seat in a pickle. thats a backward step they as well. Are, yeah, I agree. Yeah, parking brake design. I mean, <laughs> I,
0: th- I honestly think the automotive dealers—I hope they're listening. The automotive manufacturers—I hope they're listening,
1: because I just think they've forgotten about it. No, you're right. With the dealers, it's the dealers. Yeah, the 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 sales executives they need to, to be saying, I, "I can't, can't sell them. this car." Yeah. yeah. They, if, I mean, look at the, some of the shoes some of the salesmen <laughs> wear here. Oh, and big, I'm saying salesman, the, meaning to say yeah, salesman, yeah, because yeah, they're like
0: those big those big points pointy, shoe pointy shoes together?
1: with no socks I, I
0: always laugh because I think Ronald McDonald shoes and I'm thinking who sold these guys they're these shoes? winkle pickers they're w- definitely, winkle- pulling the winkle pickers, definitely pulling their bonnet release definitely pulling
1: definitely pulling the bonnet release with those <laughs> That's, even if they've got size 8s you know you even see if the, they're not wall brackets like me even if they've got size 8s the point on them is like the top of the Burj Khalifa yeah <laughs> You you, you want to the thing is you want to have a you know a
0: handful of coins when you see the guys wearing those you just want to throw them to see them all run for the coins because you know they're going to be falling over each other. It's, oh. it's I I just look at them. And think, I mean, it's the, where do you even buy those shoes? I don't know. The thing. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I think mean. salesmen Probably just get them. I think they get them as a gift.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it comes with the your qualification. Yeah, you're a there's, salesperson. Here's the shoes. Yeah, there's your <laughs> shoes, and then this is how you tie a massive knot in your tie, <laughs> wider than your neck. Yeah, yeah. Oh. DJ was telling me the other day, actually, he was sat on a, sat on a flight to Germany, going to the uh, an Audi launch, and he was sat with a salesman in between him and the master tech, and um, they just sat there, whatever, just nothing to do. Obviously not talking to the salesman, because the mechanics. Yeah. And he just looked over, and the salesman just sat there, bold as brass, as we'd say, just with his phone out, with his calculator on, working stuff out and then going back and working stuff out and then when they got off the plane the master said to DJ or whichever way around it was did you see what Sadact was doing and he said uh, yeah 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 he said working out his salary <laughs> for a month yeah. £8,000 <laughs> and the worst part about it is they then found out that they were allowed and encouraged to sell cars at a loss because they didn't get paid on profit margin commission they got paid on volume <sighs> they just wanted the cars on the road wow! For the service. So they were like, bad month, ring a fleet up and just say, we've got 10 cars, you can have them at 10% less than I'm buying them at. Wow. And they wouldn't say no to that because the fleet company <laughs> will buy them in at that and then they'll yeah. sell them for 2% more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't care. Wow. Wow. So, yeah.
0: Interesting thing talk about fleets. Interesting thing right now. And I, I, I know this is happening in North America. I, I assume it's happening in Europe as well. Rental fleets are down because rentals have been pretty poor in the last year. Yeah, no so you wanna, yeah. you wanna go try renting a car? We were looking at a car rental and in, in North America, just looking at the pricing. It's forget it. I mean, it's like, whoa. I mean, it's, it's not forget it because I got no choice. Yeah. But it's like, what are you talking about? And even going through the usual, usual channels, like 10 times more expensive than usual and the worst part is you know you're not going to get an upgrade because you're going to get there and if you've ordered the the super sub compact that you know maybe has 1 liter engine and enough room for a handbag it's like a smart car right it's you there's you're not going to get the next size up because they're not even moving that thing so yeah. it's uh, it's horrible
1: it's not good and i mean one of the reasons is obviously going to be well I don't know who's been coughing in this.
0: Well, that's it. How you know, how well have they cleaned it? I know they do a little clean, but are they are they you know getting the we will fix it guys in and fogging yeah, it? Exactly, I hope they yeah, are. Yeah. I doubt it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I hope so. That's got to be a reason, yeah. surely. Right, Maybe. it's got to be a reason. I mean, I, the, the the you drive cars here, yeah. the paper mile ones that you get pay per kilometre. Sorry, yeah. um, I got. I'm i never even used one. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> someone sold them my data, but they've sent me a message saying. There's a Ford, fantastic f- festival or something they were yeah. calling it, and uh, any of their Ford vehicles you pay for one day and get two. That's okay. a fifty percent cut because nobody's using them. Yeah, they're at the side of the road. Well, he has been sweating in there? he has been coughing and sneezing in there and picking yeah. the nose and whatever else yeah. they're doing in there? <laughs> because if, yeah. if 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 I pull one up and park at the side of the road and that's me done with it and then it comes up on your app, you could get in it minutes after me yeah. and not know that it was minutes. Yeah, You need the fleet guy going around to do a quick... quick so that's attack. got to be why business is that's down, one be. reason, but also the fact that nobody's traveling. No. So, so you know... Yeah. And if you, you do travel, what do you do? You know, like yeah, people are staying in country. We're supposed to go back to the UK in June. Amy's best friend's getting married. One of her best friends. Women have so many best friends. That's amazing, isn't it? But anyway, they're getting married. And... Going to be great. Can't wait to go back and see people we've not seen them yeah. for eighteen months. Eighteen months we've not been back. Yeah. So that's eighteen months since we last rented a car. Now we're not keeping the whole industry afloat over there, but we're not the only people. No. There's millions of people that live outside of the UK that go back every year, and I'd yeah. say hundreds of thousands that will rent cars. Yeah. So I think the only so- the only solution is that we get sponsored by a rental company. Yeah and then we review their service and their vehicles and they think give us that. a free one when we get back i think we got, that's a, that's the yeah. way to do it yeah that's the way <laughs> to do <laughs> it so we'll, we'll get on that andrew yeah. sort it out yeah
0: i think that's 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 absolutely the way to do it they, they, i was i was thinking about you and dj actually the other day and we were we were coming out of our yin yoga class which we're talking with jenna about slowing we'll down see me and dj doing yoga oh man it's like i'm the only guy there by the way like, why well, do you go i go with my wife yeah, it's, you, it's, you go to the back yeah Oh, obviously. Oh, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It's like me and this other guy, two guys in this class, you know, the other day. And, uh, I, I, and nearest I could figure, so I go with my wife and I'm figuring he was with his wife because I was watching them when they were leaving because I think, like, oh, okay, this is interesting. His and hers, GTIs, the greatest household in the world. And and I, it was interesting because I was looking at it. So she's getting into the white two door GTI. He's getting into the gunmetal gray four door GTI. I'm all about the four door GTI. The, and I I'm looking at that four door and I'm going, that's kind of nice. And you know, just beautiful. I, I I'm pretty sure they bought them at the same day because they were like the same model, just two
1: and four door, different colors. Yeah. I thought, what a what a family. <laughs> the greatest household in human history. Why not? Yeah. Perfect. You can get everything in the boot. Yeah. The two doors are a bit impractical for me, but that's because, you know, I don't look, I, I mean, I look like a yeah. flamingo trying to <laughs> argue well, I with they, a polar bear getting out of any car. They I thought lent, they had both case, bases covered, right? So you got the four door, he's driving the four door, she's in the two door, she was a little yeah, more yeah. petite than him. You if you go in shopping, use the four door because the yeah. doors don't need to open as wide. Yeah. But, you know, if you want to look cool, use the two door. And pretty good
0: value too. And then then I saw yeah. Fabia the other day. So I so it's one day I see them. Then I see a, a Skoda Fabia, and I'm looking. I'm going, you know, that really is a GTI. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking. I'm going. That really yeah. is. And I'm and I'm kind of going. You know, it actually looks okay as well. I mean, I like the Volkswagen look. So yeah, I kind of want the Volkswagen look. But I was looking at the Fabia, going, I could do that.
1: Yeah, the Skoda just does that kind of little bit more old timey, a bit busier on I the think, front grill. Yeah, kept that. Skoda. It's got a Skoda. Alive, look which goes. is fair enough, whatever. They like. put the
0: spare tire on top of the engine, that'd be totally sold. <laughs> I remember those Skodas.
1: <laughs> yeah, they weren't so good. <laughs> no. <laughs> they weren't so good, though, those those cars. But, you know, we talked about them the other week, about why there should be more of them. And yeah. that that Fabia, based on the, on its, on the Polo, is fantastic. Yeah. And, and great and, value, too. I mean, yeah. and as you said, the bonus
0: is... You go to buy a Volkswagen, you buy the base model, it's pretty much a base model. You go buy the base model Skoda, it's not the base model of the yeah. Volkswagen, it's yeah. already got the bells and whistles thrown on and it's cheaper. Yeah. But you're getting the same tech. And it's reliable and it's like, "Well, why wouldn't you buy one of those?"
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, and it's got a handbrake. Yeah. It's got a handbrake, so you can it's do in the middle you like can that. do drifting. You can you do can handbrake can, turns <laughs> and I think it was I've seen this somewhere I can't take credit for that I've seen Reynolds Reynolds. I've seen this somewhere but it must have been on Top Gear in the UK but like they were obviously tongue in cheek saying how as a 17 year old male do you attract a female if you can't do a handbrake turning your car that's it and genuinely (laughs) that thought pretty much (laughs) gone through my head when (laughs) I was 17 in my polo with my (laughs) sunstrip on it at the front and my Two 15 inch subs in the back that used to shake my windows open and cut the engine out if it was idle yeah 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 I think that I mean I don't know uh, yeah T- girls wouldn't have spoken to me if I didn't do that you couldn't just handbrake into the parking lot ridiculous the handbrake turning on my car was like next level seriously you I mean, ever hit I, anything every yeah anything yeah every oh, time yeah, almost yeah, hit, yeah. hit the curb oh every time curbs all sorts of things. <laughs> like, oh, new dent. Yeah, yeah. You oh, used to, you used to do all sorts. Oh, of I it. got a
0: new dent in the Jeep, by the way. Oh
1: no. Yeah, this is this is a classic
0: one. It was a windy day, and I opened up the driver's side door, and the the old Wrangler has these cloth things that yeah, the straps. Yeah, it broke. The wind oh. caught it, and I just, kling, and the door went right around, <laughs> It's the car. I hear a crunch, and I go, "What the heck was that?" And I go and look, and I'm thinking it's my, you know, the the quarter panel over the wheel that's got a something. No, it looks fine. I didn't see anything. And then day later I'm looking and go, Oh, <laughs> oh, there we go. And it's so you got the you got the bonnet, you got the hood. And then there's a part where the it connects to the window and there's this little four inch square piece, yep. which who knows what's underneath there. It's got a little dent in it now. And I went, well, that looks good. <laughs> <laughs> it started a bit of character. I, I, mean, I, I did look at it for a second and go, I, I also think it's probably pretty easy to bump that out because <laughs> I think that piece just comes off, two screws. But I thought, you know, I don't, that, that looks okay. <laughs> Around the other side, <laughs> caught the check strap. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Wait till the wire no, no. comes in. Bang. <laughs> I think there's every door on my vehicle has got some modification for that check strap
1: because they always go in weird times. So it's yeah. what a. We've like, stitched ratchet straps. Off the recovery trucks before when I was at AAA to, yeah. to fix them for, for customers that have oh just man, been that's like... That's what
0: I need to do, actually. I, I never thought... i yeah. I got some great shoelaces. I've got clothes clothesline wire. Yeah. <laughs> bandanas. Yeah. Anything that's around. And actually, the the, 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 the the laces in laundry bags at hotels
1: are also very good I in like a it. pinch. So we I've, start using these things when we don't need them. Yeah. Last year. There we go. <laughs> Seven's <laughs> there we go. got masks. Yeah. Some... But it was just, it was just hilarious, just hilarious. It was like, oh, yeah. That that that's another one of those things where you think we've been a bit harsh on Chrysler here, aren't we? But <laughs> yeah. I suppose it makes it does it does make sense on a Jeep because yeah. you can take the doors off, right, to safari it. Yeah, you know. So I've never done that ever. Nobody wants to be messing around with a, a proper check strap. Is probably yeah, the yeah, worst yeah. job to do on a door, apart yeah. from taking one off and realigning it, which isn't always too bad as long as you've got seventeen people around to help you. <laughs> yeah. but. Changing a check strap on the Wrangler is a pleasure. Yeah. Because it's yeah. just a it's piece a of little, cotton cord, yeah, really. That's all it is. <laughs> it just slides over the pin and you don't yeah. do the screws, but they break. Yeah. You know, they just break well, my
0: last. I'm pretty happy. So i have gotta, gotta work at that. Yeah. The the other one that I was thinking about is uh when we're talking about and this is one of those things and it, it just came so we we had the old Suez Canal backup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> the classic. Uh, They did sort it finally. I think the best picture was the one with Chuck Norris on the horse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He pulled it out. (laughs) He pulled it out. I'm here. He was waiting for it anyway. He He was like, all right. But... The, the knock-on effect of that slowdown, and, and of course, it always comes back to the automotive industry and how many pieces come from so many different places. Yeah. They're saying, well, that could have an impact. And then they were taught, we're we're continuing to talk about the shortage. Joe Biden, President Biden is talking to the automotive manufacturers about the lack of silicon chips and processor chips. We and have, talked
1: about that months ago. We did. Yeah.
0: And, and, and they're still in a problem with some of these factories that have slowed down and with weather and whatnot. And, and stuff. And, and it, the, the the thing that came to that really caught my attention in the most recent article was the fact that they were saying, well, there's probably like over a 100 chips in a car today. And I'm going, 100? It, yeah. And they're saying, well, you've got the radio, you've got the braking system. Easily. You've got all of the the
1: uh, diagnostic systems. You've got, easily, even on a basic vehicle, you know, we've mentioned the Fabia. It's a yeah. VW effectively, and they're all very complicated. There's probably... 15 control units. 15 control units. How many processors in each one of those? There's probably a dozen in the engine control unit. Then the brake, then the transmission, because they're all automatic. It's crazy. So you're easily talking about 100 microprocessors on a car. Can you
0: imagine? Easily. So it's craziness. So that's that's a big issue. So and that continues to be an issue. Now, the fact that they're not people aren't selling as many cars, that's probably not such a big issue, but it's a big issue that they're not making as many cars either. So there's a whole bunch of issues. But then they started talking about, well, hold on, we're having other issues now too with supply and things. And they were talking about plastics and foams for seats because not as much petrochemical action happening and plastic and foam is made from petrochemical byproducts. I don't know, I never even thought about that. And they say this ripple effect on shortages for stuff
1: is, is really, really becoming serious. It's going to be interesting if we get a roaring 20s, like after the Spanish flu. I, I can't century, see why we wouldn't. Why, why wouldn't because we? Because we're so much more of a materialistic mm. consumer driven society than we were 100 years ago. So there's going to be limitations on that. Now, if the Roaring Twenties turns into a golden age for stage and screen and music and art because people are out there socialising and they're they're being creative because they're in, in a group, then you don't really need much for that. You don't need much materialistic items for that. But if it turns into... Everyone just goes out and starts buying shoes and trainers because they've not been able to buy them for ages. And needle, uh, there was a guy yeah. on Radio One in the <laughs> UK the other day. They were interviewing him when yeah. the shops had opened some non-essential shops opened in the UK the other day. And the guy came out with like nine bags. He bought nine pairs of trainers or sneakers. And and they're interviewing him, saying, "Why? Oh, yeah. I've not been able to get all my I've not been able to get my hands on them." Now I thought to myself, "Well, that's cool for the high street, right?" Yeah, yeah. mean, people sick and tired now of having to order online. Yeah. Because that's all you've been able to do. Whereas before it was like, save me a trip to the shop. Well, you know, this whereas now it might make people want to go out. I think there's a hybrid, a hybrid area here. So with the shoes, I've ordered shoes
0: online. And even if I'm buying my Adidas shoes, there's, there's size fluctuation between different shoes, even yeah. within the brand. Like they don't have a consistent size. Yeah. And and I order it online; it's not the right one. Whereas mm-hmm. I can sit there in the shop and I can get an eight and a half, I can get nine, I can get ten. Oh yeah, it's small feet. So, but I can try all three sizes. I usually wear a certain size, and sometimes I need to go to a, a, a larger size because I need a little wider. Yeah. And you can't do that online. If no. I get, you know, you're gonna order three pairs of shoes? No. You yeah. get one pair of shoes doesn't fit. So what do you do? Well, you keep it and you sell it to someone you know, or you give it away. Yeah.
1: Because you just I can't be bothered yeah. sending yeah. it back. It's an interesting thought about high street, and also. For what we talk about, car showrooms and stuff like that. You know? When's the
0: last time you went into? A, I mean, you're in the industry, but when's the last time you actually went into a car showroom to look at cars? Can I you, avoid them. Yeah. I, can you think of the? I can't. I mean, I'm thinking of myself. I can. I see them. I haven't been into a car showroom in, in years.
1: Is There's it, two things that come to my head straight away when I'm in there. Like obviously, I, like I'll go to parts departments, and yeah, lot yeah. of them are based in. Yeah. Showrooms or off the sh- side But you don't of the take showroom.
0: a walk. You don't say, I'm just going to go take no, a No, and there's two
1: things that come to my head when I go in there. One, I'll get angry because I can't afford anything in there. So I'll be annoyed by that. But two, the only way I could get any benefit from it is by just sacrificing all my data. Yeah. they The mobile number and email, yeah, this, yeah. this, and this. And all I'm ever going to get from that is not, oh, the, the car you're interested in, so we've got a special offer on, is just going to be, come down, we're open 8 till 4. Or, we're yeah. Open, and, and That's just the one the load of too. nonsense. That's the one like, that bugs me too.
0: Like they're not—they're not saying, "Hey, this guy's after this vehicle." Yeah. What? What? And, and putting in the notes, look, he didn't buy it. He just—he didn't yeah. put his—he didn't put a deposit down because it really is just a little too expensive. Yeah. But look, if we can come in at a couple
1: thousand dirhams under, we've got sixty of them sat there that we couldn't sell last year. Yeah. Let's try and get him in one of those. But I don't. I, that's not what's going to happen. They don't do that. No. There's not someone sitting there going, "Hey, we, no. don't, we can cold call these no. people." And, and then say, hey. someone within the group—it's a huge group—is going to. Have the data, and then I'm going to get a message from someone selling ties in the Mall of the Emirates, saying new store opened, or we're moving, or check out our online store. Great. So no, it'd be interesting if we do get a roaring twenties. Like how? Yeah, because it's It's we're nothing like we were a hundred years ago. We're too namby pamby. We're too soft. We want everything. Done for us and around us, and we yeah. need our PlayStation Five and we need our Xbox, whatever they're on now, and we need this, and we need to be able to watch the screen every five seconds, and we 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 want to be in a in a in a some clothes that we're comfortable that we've. We, there's none of this. Just be happy to go down the pub with your mates. I don't think you know. Go and sit in a theatre because you've not been able to do it. Go and watch a play go and support a local music artist or go and buy a painting or go and sit in the park and enjoy being outside. I don't think, for the majority of people these days, unfortunately, that's going to cut it. So then when there are shortages of plastics, when there are shortages of foam for seats, what do we do? Like, what do we do? I don't know. I honestly don't know the answer to that. I I hate to say it, and and I I hope I'm wrong,
0: but the the upside of this covid environment could have been extreme innovation across all sectors. Yeah. I'm not seeing it. No. And and the the sector that's my bread and butter honestly is had this wonderful window of going from you know the, the bricks and mortar situation of lecturing in a in a room to we went online and we saw how you can't really effectively take a classroom situation put online and we've had some speaking across different institutions and across different geographical locations about well how can we reimagine education we haven't we haven't done it yeah and unfortunately and i and i'm on a committee at, at our university that is working on a whole program for hybrid learning which is really cool because we're talking to people it's it's actually invigorating because i'm talking with Folks in the art and design college, we're talking with people in the business college. We're talking with myself in the communication college, the education folks, and we're actually talking about learning. Yeah, and we've all got the same issues. And part of it is square peg into round hole. And it's starting to think, okay, well, let's think a little differently. Are we? Are, and and the big one is we're not talking to our clients. And what do our clients want? Well, our clients, our students. No one likes to think about education with clients, but it's clients. Yeah. What do they want? And even if we come back, which eventually we will, how do they want that to work? Do we have this opportunity to change the way? And yeah. I think we've we've had this golden opportunity that unfortunately, we're so wed, and this is back to the automotive industry and, and the way we sell cars and the way we make them, and the, we're so wed to the infrastructure that's in place that we're trying to shave the ends off the block to fit it into that that square block into the round hole, and we're gonna we're gonna wedge it in. We're gonna make it sort of work, and it's gonna take advantage of some of the change. But you know, we've got all this in place. Well, you know, I haven't I haven't been to my office in a year. Yeah, like I haven't been in. I haven't seen any students in the flesh in a year. Like, yeah, but there are ways we could do that and there are options to have small groups and why aren't we doing that
1: do you know what in the UK they allowed the teachers to mark the exams for the secondary education so GCSE in the UK and A-levels I think and they were basically told that you could be a bit more lenient and a bit more generous because they've not been taught properly. Yeah. Who knows what properly is anymore? But they've yeah. not been taught properly, yeah, which yeah. is fair enough, right? Yeah, yeah. Why just because you you know you could a grade A student and yeah. and and you've you've lost out on because I I definitely definitely one hundred percent would have been okay with online learning. Yeah. Because I was fine reading text and reading a book and copying yeah. off of a Blackboard like we used to do or whatever it was. I was fine. That the theory side of anything was no problem. I didn't need to be hands on all the time. But my favorite subject at school was physics. Now, the math side of it, theory, no problem. But the physics side of it, Mm. there's no way you can't do that. You have to be hands-on with that. How how do you make a a hypothesis, test it, and then a conclusion? How do you do the test?
0: Yeah. Well, I I look at this and I say, suddenly this is a great employment opportunity. So instead of disinvesting from education we're now creating large theoretical areas where we can work online and we can create that product. And we've got product creators. We got the, the writers and the filmers and the, the animators and whatever, and let's make it YouTube worthy and let's make it everything. The most excellent Ted talk ever done. We can do that. Great. But we've also now got the opportunity to take what we used to do with 20, 30 kids. Let's reduce it down to pods of five, four and Maybe we do mobile labs. Maybe we do learning space labs. We, we But we bring, you know, even even businesses have their kids. And this is the one I just can't get over. Businesses, you know, you've got your kids. Now, yours, yours is a slightly different thing. But even in your, where you work, your kids and a couple more could come and, and be in the, 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 you know, the, the, the upstairs part there. It's not the biggest area. But you could be doing some stuff there for a couple hours yeah, once yeah. a week. Any of the hotels, if you got people with kids, there's room in those where you could, you know, get a corner out of somewhere for a couple hours. Yeah. We're not taking advantage of that, no. And taking these this big factory style 1900s education system. Yeah,
1: you learn from eight till three. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now let's let's change it up. Yeah, and let's have more on Makes the job. Total thing. sense. Total like you were talking with Jenna's boys. Okay, now they're really young, but yeah. but you know. So what do you get them working on? You get them working on a lawnmower engine. You get them working on a little two stroke engine that you use for a whipper snipper. Something that, you know, just playing around with it, taking it yeah. apart, learning how to do it, get your hands dirty. Wow. I mean, suddenly we have let's put the theory and practice together. We have this opportunity. Is it totally I mean we're already in a disruption. This is the thing that I keep looking at when I and I'm thinking about our environment. We're it's totally disrupted. Yeah,
1: yeah. why not try to throw some stuff at the wall and see what sticks. So right let's now, yeah. play with it. Yeah
0: and and why wouldn't people go more towards
1: uh homeschooling
0: or a hybrid of
1: of that why wouldn't they do that the thing for me that makes me this might just be the sort of semi-socialist in me but education is expensive here we're we're scrapping scraping and clawing to keep our kids in school here and and it's you know maybe in the summer they don't come back. Who knows, right? Oh, yeah. Who knows? I hear you. I, like a I, couple I, of bad I, months in the workshop, there's no money there, so what it, am I gonna do?
0: Like, I'm gonna put the, the, the asterisks in there. When I sent my boys back for university and t- college to yeah. Canada, that was one of the best days of my life because both boys, and this, was, this, this one still to this day blows our minds, both boys were, you know, one in university, one in college, fully supported by me, apartments, yeah. tuition, books, allowance, because yeah. they didn't have jobs was less than it was to send one of them to school yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I was paying, and I'm going and going and going, how's that possible? Yeah. I'm like, how's, how is that yeah, possible? Yeah, I
1: know, and- And, and, and I understand, because it's a business, yeah. and it doesn't have the government course, support like it does it But at the same time, still. Well, my, my point is, a lot of, there's not the scholarship scheme no. here, and even the one that's in the UK and in the, the US, it's limited. Yeah, Because of course, a yeah, teacher, yeah. You're, yeah. you're a lecturer, you're a professor, you're a teacher, however you boil it down, but you can only deal with so many people in the flesh. You right. can't have a hundred people in an auditorium and teach them no. because it's got its limits. If you've got yeah. seven or eight people struggling, that's not, you. how do you manage that? Because yeah. in an hour later, you've got another hundred coming in yeah. for the next one. <laughs> exactly. But when you've got a team that work on, there are certain things you need to learn for this. And yes. mm-hmm. there it is, online, there is the transcript of it there is the video with closed captions and you can watch that a thousand times you can't come back to the lecture a thousand times and even if you use a dictaphone or whatever it may be to record the lecture it's not the same but here it is in video in hd closed captions there's a transcript the transcript is annotated with the key points there's my body language from the video of it and you you could then there could be thousands of people benefit from that. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you could have people that wouldn't necessarily get the contact time with you. Like you say, that could yeah. be five or 10 people in a room that, that are affording to pay for that. But 990 yeah. people that would be able to pay slightly less Would have access to that education to be able to get and then they could prove themselves worthy of a scholarship or they could show, look, I've done this, it's an online accreditation. I just need some work experience. And then and then and that work experience that they could do through the university or the educational establishment or partners of that would be the sort of push over the threshold of, well, they weren't in in person qualification, so it's not quite the same, but they've got six months in ex establishment and now they are accredited to the same level and it's the same why not why is that that makes total sense to me total sense think of how it could change you know automotive
0: training you go and do all the theory online and then and i always say it's like public speaking i said look you can read every book on public speaking go read chris anderson's ted talk guide it's beautiful it's an excellent book it's never going to make you a better speaker yeah but you're going to know everything but the only way to become a better speaker is to speak yeah the only way to become a a, a good mechanic is to to twist the nuts and bolts to use yeah. the wrenches yeah you
1: can read about it but until you start twisting the wrenches yeah. forget yeah. it i i honestly honestly don't know the answer to the question and it'd be something yeah. i'd have to speak to amy with but if our school came back and said look guys this is the fee yeah now we can offer you a semi-contact where they can only come in two or three days a week or we can offer you a zero-contact where you're expected to, to manage it at home and it's half the price. So, yeah, I think about it yeah, because I don't I don't see apart from structuring your day but that's the, the whole school structured thing of like you say the factory end almost. What's well, a babysitting service it, it's, essentially. It's effectively to create awareness and readiness and preparedness for the working life yeah, to work into because in a timed go, exactly, environment exactly you go yeah. to school you get there at 8 you finish at 3 you have lunch you have a snack you have a break same you, when you go to work you get yeah. there at 8 mm-hmm, you finish mm-hmm, at 4 mm-hmm. it is well, that, the format. I understand people don't do 9 till 5 anymore no no, people don't do 9 till 5 anymore how many people are yeah. on like yeah. flexi time Andrew like yeah, yeah. you know he's got an office of X amount of staff and a lot of them work through the night yeah Especially where we are, where we're trading all around the world with yeah. time differences that are three, four. You know, the UK is three hours now because of summertime, but it's usually four, it's four for the rest of the year. Right. You go east, Australia, yeah, for the same th- thing. Yeah. East Asia. You, you go further west to to North America. Yeah, who's working that? It can be five? twelve hours on the on yeah. the on the west coast, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> if you're working with a California-based company in film and TV, let's say, and you've got someone in Hollywood, they'll, your staff aren't working yeah. 9 to 5. They're working 9 to 5 a.m. Yeah. You know, it's just making it. Yeah. So people don't do that now. People are doing hot desking and people are doing yeah. all these catchphrases and, and, and words that people are using now for shared office space and they're going to do... Their work, if it takes them 20 minutes, it takes them 20 minutes, it takes them three hours, it takes them three hours. But people aren't doing a structured day anymore. So it makes very, very, very little sense for kids to be forced into that. Got to be at school at this time, not at that time. And and it should be a choice for the parent, but also kids don't all
0: respond the same. Hey, look, my, my wife's an educator. I see what she's doing. And, and don't get me wrong, I don't want to do her job, yeah. <laughs> you know. And and I don't want to go to the school and do her job because the noise kills me. It's just the screaming kids. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I, I I mean, I I teach university students. They're quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, they walk into my classroom. My classroom is pretty quiet. And if it's not quiet, when I walk in, it gets quiet. Yeah, her classroom is like a it's like a jungle, and it's, and it's just kids screaming at the top of their lungs. To t- I just can't do it. But but. When I look at what they do, and, and my wife will be the first to admit this, okay, you got it, you got a how many hour day they have, you know, 730, 745, I think class starts at, you know, maybe let's say eight to two, which is a weird time anyway. Yeah. But you got that whole time. But really, there's a little bit of the instruction and demonstrating and showing what you're trying to do. There's a, a whole bunch of students doing the, the stuff on themselves. And then there's a little bit of correction. A whole bunch of it is just minding a space yeah. with bodies in it. Yeah. The actual teaching can be done very quickly. Like a couple of hours yeah. of physical teaching in the day is done, and the rest of it's babysitting. Yeah. You know, oh, going to go have lunch now, going to go have PE, which, hey, you want to have PE, but some of that's just them going through the, you know, people's
1: parents, stuff. kids' parents need to be more healthy. Get the kids' yeah, yeah. parents doing the PE every week. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and there's a, you know, if, if somebody genuinely, genuinely, we've got staff that are, not exactly physically healthy you can see yeah, that yeah. by looking at them and i've told them you can have your lunch break for an hour but if you go and do 45 minutes of exercise at lunchtime i will give you an hour and a half lunch break they take you up on it no <laughs> but if somebody it. came to me if one of the guys came to me i'm still gonna get paid you're gonna give me an hour 45 minutes all i have to do is go run around the block and do some extra i'm in if one of the guys came to me and said look my kids are at school yeah and we're homeschooling them but wednesday's p.e Nine till ten or eleven like yeah, till yeah. three, what, what, whatever time, yeah. no problem. Yeah, go and do your PE. See, that's one thing, and I, that I miss about
0: work, going to work, because I would, my wife and I worked very close. We'd commute together. Yeah. She starts earlier than me, so I'd drop her off. I'd go and do some PE, yeah, before my class. Which was hilarious because, you know, you'd have a shower and, you know, as well as I do, you'd have a shower after doing a workout or something and you still sweat for about 45 minutes. So I'd have a full shower, dry off, put my clothes on and then walk to the office with a towel, toweling off looking like a, you know, you know, the Sasquatch. But I always felt I was getting the bonus because, yeah, I was getting to work but I was not at work yet and I wasn't starting work but I was at work using facilities getting some exercise it was it was just a good use of yeah. time and yeah,
1: yeah it's crazy there's a, there's a lot that that should that should change from this and I, and I think the access that the internet wasn't started for that reason no. and, and it got abused by people trying to con and, and people wanting to watch things that you yeah. know you need to watch in private but yeah. you got you know the access to the internet now is universal sure. and 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 there are steps in place to get it so it's it means that what it says universally it, it yeah. can be all over the in in the deepest darkest parts of the world and the third world countries that have nothing the access to un- the internet is so easy now with balloons and satellites yeah. and everything else it's getting easier you know so mr musk the is working on access to that. education is yeah. there Let's and see. to have a non-contact option for people that yeah. allows paid education to be accessible to all makes total sense well, I, I mean I, what take take as, a, as an example let's take a, a a village in a third world country right and there are 10 18 to 21 year olds university age and they all speak English because they're British missionaries have been in that village hundreds of years ago, and they all speak fantastic English. And we all probably know somebody from one of yeah. these villages, right? Working where we work, we know these people, so they can't get to Zayed University because they can't, right? But they have access as a as a as a village, and 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 there's a and there's somebody that's qualified sufficiently enough to be an intermediary between Professor Pikeaways. Module six talk on the legality of whatever it may be or, or the law of communication in in whatever country you might be. now these people can watch that on a screen in high definition and have the transcripts and have somebody in that room yeah because as a group of them they can afford the twenty five dollars that video cost yeah that makes a difference to the world that makes a huge difference to the rest of the, the to the whole world. It makes a massive difference because people can afford. And it's not about parents saving money. Yeah. It's about children being able to access education because the, just because their parents have made some bad decisions or aren't yeah. wealthy enough to pay for the and, and the money doesn't always mean it's better. But unfortunately, there's a, a minimum cost yeah. here on education, and, and, and yeah. it's the same in a lot of other places.
0: I, I love the idea of what you're talking about. With the, with the other added wrinkle, which becomes kind of interesting, is, yeah, you go and do it online. But built into it is, hey, you know what? I actually need to have a chat with with a tutor, and and I do this with my students. I have office hours, yeah. But it, I don't sit online during those office hours, so usually you have to book them in a day in advance, yeah, so yeah. that I know that I'm going to be sitting online waiting for you. Yeah. They send me an email, say, okay, it's so and so in such class, and I want to have a chat about this. Yeah. It's like, Here, here's what time between nine thirty and twelve thirty do you want to meet? Yeah. And they write back and say, can we meet at ten?
1: Sure. Here's a Zoom link. I'll be waiting for you. There are a lot of people out there that would be very, very, very good teachers that don't want to deal with screaming kids yeah but to do the intermediary of managing communications between a lecture giver like yourself and a lecture receiver yeah. like the children that are receiving it and the, and the young adults that are receiving it people that would do that intermediary job i think yeah. there there are people that would be much more open to that and I, and I, and i don't believe there's a reason it should be somebody should try it. Somebody It'd should be, be interesting with the with the capability of, of, of doing that. Should try it. I don't know why we wouldn't do that
0: here. This is the place for the KHDA or ADAC or someone. Just let's give it a try. Let's and and hey, what do, what do we got to lose? If it what it do you lose if, exactly? So I think as a revenue stream for a school, you're going to still have the same people coming in anyway. We we'll have more you, because have now a, you've got an yeah, off, yeah. offsite revenue stream. And why not? And yeah. for those kids who don't, I mean, and I got those kids in my own classes at university right now. I've got some who want to come back, and some who never want to come back. They're saying, "You know what? Can we just keep it online?" Because I work well like this, or they want a hybrid. They want some online and somewhere we meet up. And I'm Think thinking of it
1: as a as a as a as, as a point of national interest, right? Yeah. If you've got 250 students around the world, and 150 of them are in a decent place financially, yeah, and they've been. Two and a half years on a on a on a university course with communication studies with with Professor Pike away from Dubai, the UAE. Well, some of those are going to want to come here as well. Yeah. So not only have you got the money into the economy from that, if we're going to go down the whole, the, I mean, this is the only motivation they'll ever be. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, yeah. at the minute yeah. we're talking about yeah. it because it access to education for everyone. But the only motiva- motivation is going to be, well there's a financial gain in it and that'll be the initial thing. But okay, so let's go down that route. 250 people from outside the country paying money to this university inside the country. And then how many of them are going to then want to come here? Yeah. You know, well, and the facilities you, here are fantastic. Yeah. You, you we can open those blinds there yeah. and yeah. we can stand in front of the Burj Khalifa <laughs> and Dubai yeah, Mall yeah, yeah, yeah. and do a... And the only reason they're closed is because of the sun oh, and yeah, the glare. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but With it, a proper yeah. camera, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Proper lighting. I, we just need the lighting. I need. Yeah. I need different lighting. But you know, it's it's yeah. just one of. It's it's an absolute yeah no brainer. <laughs> no brainer. <sighs> wow, we we've covered some
0: excellent ground here, Glenn. Yeah, yeah. We we were talking cars, and we've we've gotten into the training of the next generation of people who are going to do everything from our kids right through. Yeah. So it's, and, it, and you know, what, actually, it's a funny one because your your daughters are young now, and they must be thinking about what their careers are going to be. And I know my both of my boys have embarked on their own career paths. And you know, one thing we did as parents is we never stood up and said, "Oh no, 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 no." <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a university professor. I have a PhD. My wife's got a law degree and a bunch of other degrees too. But she's literally a lawyer. She does practice law. She teaches she wanted to do she always wanted to be a teacher and so my kids are in the the unenviable position i'm never going to push them to do anything except what they want to do so well, what do you think i should do Dad? i, said, I don't know what do you want to do what do you like doing you like baking be a baker you like you like working on toilets well you spend a lot of time in the washroom then be a plumber i don't know <laughs> it's like you do what you love to do and and so one of them they're both doing that they both found their their things my my youngest is in the music industry He's a music engineer and it's he's, he's laughing because this is what he wants to do. And he, and he just loves it. Even the, the stupidity because yeah, yeah. because of COVID numbers are all down and how many people can come into a recording studio, but also now they tend to work like 24 hours a day. So he's like working one thirty in the morning. He's going, the guys who are supposed to come in dad are, are so tired. They're calling him <laughs> the lead singer. They're calling yeah, him, yeah. dude, where are you? Oh, is it tonight? Oh, okay. I'm on my way. <laughs> says, well, who's that? Who's recording at one thirty in the morning anyway? But, but the thing is, so my son's there at one thirty in the morning, doing his job. He loves it, and and it's that that whole thing. It's just find what you love and just yeah. do it. And you know, to get the job, what did he have to do? He had to work silly hours and do silly exercises and silly times. And you know, there he is, just doing it. Yeah. And it's it's that's that thing when we look at our kids again. It's just let them do what they want to do, and they'll figure it out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> putting them in a putting them in a in a box in a glorified yeah glorified uh, daycare. Yeah. Thing. nine hours a day or six hours a day or whatever it is is not really doing anyone any. No, I, I, I still think, think it's, I'd love it's to changed
0: I'd love to be in that school that had just a bunch of motors around and things you could play with and learn how to do a little bit yeah. more woodwork and turning things you know yeah. you get those nice wooden salad bowls well how do I turn one of those yeah. how do I make one of those you know, do we, we're not teaching kids how to do that anymore <laughs> Come on, yeah. let's, let's show them how to do it. You know, let's let's show them how to work with a circuit board, yeah. and you know, I, you know, and that's kind of what the Raspberry Pi does, and all that stuff, right? But let's do, let's get back to doing that. Yeah, Just yeah. have it around. Definitely you know, going to show you. anyway. You know what? It's, <laughs> it's, time. T- it's time to say we got to go. Glenn <laughs> Power, Powerworks Automotive. It's the podcast is called Powerworks. I don't know where did we get to. We got
1: to somewhere. Episode ninety.
0: Oh, uh, no, we're I episode know. 76, there is what go. we are. And and they just keep getting better and better every time. Something for everyone. It's the ultimate variety show when it comes to talking about <laughs> next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, Glenn. Uh, coming to you from the Rove Hotel downtown Dubai's epic podcast studio, Podaholics, the James Cast. I don't know how you're listening to this, but I'll, I can tell you one thing for sure. You're going to want to listen to it again. It's PowerWorks with Glenn Power. Check him out that Glenn that car guy right Glenn that car guy yeah that, that car guy no, Glenn that car guy one big long word you'll find him on Instagram so long for now